At General Mills, our table is your table. And we believe racial equity, diversity, and inclusion are key ingredients for our success. Learn more about our work to inspire change at generalmills.com forward slash racial equity. Get fast, reliable internet for any budget. Now qualifying customers can get Xfinity internet free through the Affordable Connectivity Program. That's right, free high-speed internet from Xfinity. And Internet Essentials customers can get equipment included at no extra cost. Get started today. We We change our minds every day. About a million things a day. This is no different. You can't be afraid to be wrong. You can't be afraid to say, you know what? I'm just gonna rethink this thing. People are not dying getting the vaccine. Um, I I better rethink this thing. I'm gonna go call my doctor and, and have a discussion one more time. It is okay to change your mind. Financial freedom, it's within everyone's reach. And this key shows you how to build prosperity and generational wealth for your family on Becoming the Bank. Hello, it's me, Anissa Keys with Becoming the Bank. I don't know if you guys noticed my tan. Um, that's, I guess that's only if you can see me. You might just be listening. Um, I have been away for a little while, but I'm excited. If you are tuning in for the first time this week, this is a podcast that shares biblical principles, principles, excuse me, and practices that have helped me to become a generational wealth builder. This is not a how-to podcast. I know this is the same thing I say every time, but it's a becoming podcast. How to become a wealth builder. How to become someone who is financially free. We're talking about freedom today, Um, financial freedom. Now, okay, wealth building is a challenge. Can't expect to get there overnight, but I found that the only way to do it successfully and effectively is by learning biblical principles and practices that have helped me to become The word has helped me to change how I look at, how I deal with, and how I manage my finances. And I have become a bank, a financial resource to my family, my sphere of influence, and my community. All right, so listen, we have started a four-week series called The Mindset of a Wealth Builder. Yep, wealth builders typically don't think the way everybody else do right? They not only live differently, they not only have a different relationship with money, but they actually process and have a different perspective of money and resources. That's what we're talking about in this series. We're actually on our third one. So please, if you missed the first two, go back and listen. The first part, I talked about how to see God different, right? Shifting your mindset. And then the second one, I talked about how to see yourself different. This last one, not this last one, excuse me, the third one, we're talking about how to see money and resources differently. The last one I'll talk about a little bit at the end. That'll be for next time. Listen, did you know that a wealth builder does not do like everybody else does, right? They don't see things the way everything everybody else does, right? So there's a difference between somebody who builds wealth, how they think, their mindset, their perspective, right? Versus other people, right? They do not see dollar signs when they look at money. They do not see bags of money. You know, you hear people talk about, gotta go get that bag. That Wealth builders don't think that way. They don't see green or they don't see trees. No, wealth builders, they see money and resources as a means to freedom. Listen to what I'm saying. 
They don't see money the same way. They don't see resources the same way. They see it as a means to freedom. In addition, a kingdom wealth builder, a Christian wealth builder, sees it as an opportunity to build God's kingdom and bring him glory. All right, let's not get too far ahead of ourselves, right? So first, a wealth builder sees freedom. Now, you think like in the world, the automatic assumption is financial freedom, right? But I'm not talking about just financial freedom. I'm talking about something deeper. Now, Christians have freedom of sin and darkness when we follow Christ, right? And some of us, right, will think that that's it. They'll think, oh, I just get freedom from sin and darkness, which means if I sin, um, if I, um, if I, if I do something wrong against the will of God, right, that I have freedom in that. Like I have no longer will be um, subject to death, right? I have life. Christ has given me the ability to be able to um, uh, uh, have eternal life despite the fact that I have these shortcomings, right? And and that's and that's cool, right? But it's kind of like it's kind of like the Christian that believes in the gospel of just the cross. They wear the cross on their neck, and the cross has Christ still hanging on it, and the feeling is that, right, that they see the importance of the sacrifice. They understand the significance of what God did on the cross, what Jesus, excuse me, did on the cross, who is God the son, what he did on the cross. And they think that that's it. They don't necessarily think of that is the only, that is not just the only truth. There's more truth to it. So it's not like that that's not true. It's not that God, Jesus was not a sacrifice for our sins. It's not just that we don't have eternal life through what he did on the cross. That's huge. And that is true. But there's more to it than that, right? Jesus went down into a tomb and then he rose three days later. And so if you just believe in the gospel of the cross, you're only believing in part of the truth. You're only like allowing yourself to sort of live a life that brings you um, glory through sacrifice or or glory through um, eventually having eternal life, which is amazing. But if you don't understand the other part, right? That Jesus rose three days later, then you're denying his resurrecting power. Then you're not listening and, and, and focused on and living and walking in the authority that extends beyond the grave, right? Beyond the sacrifice. So wealth builders have a different mindset. They don't accept that just freedom from sin and darkness is the only thing that God gives us, but that he promised us instead freedom from all things. Listen, freedom from everything every slave of yoke every every yoke of of slavery every every piece of bondage all of that not just right freedom from sin and darkness so right we use resources and blessings and gifts of god to not only right just give us freedom right but to help others walk in freedom so wealth builders have a mindset that money and resources are simply a tool to bring freedom. It removes the bondage that the world and the enemy has placed on us around money, around the acquisition of assets, around the ascension of income, around the decreasing of your liabilities, right? Or the decreasing of your expenses. Galatians 5.1 says, it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm. And do not let yourselves be burdened again by the yoke of slavery. That's just not sin and darkness, right? We're talking about freedom from everything. I love this because later in Galatians 5.13, Paul says, you, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free. You were called to be free. You were never created to be burdened by the yoke of slavery. Again, 
I want you to go back to like financially, like thinking about literacy classes. Like I don't get into all the details because there's so many different theories around, you know, how to get rid of your debt, how to acquire assets, right? Like you and, and, and how to be better about budgeting. There's all kinds of financial literacy classes for that. I don't deal with the details of that here, but I want you to think about the way the world moves money, right? The world's perspective of money, your interactions with money, right? You're regularly being trained and brainwashed to seek it without recourse, to be thoughtless about it, to hope on it instead of being intentional with it, to be burdened by it, to be lost without it, to constantly be hungry for it, to chase it, to hurt other people to get it, to despise those who have it and sometimes hate yourself for not having it. It's to give up sometimes your dignity, right? And sometimes your body even to get Some people are even in love with money. All of these are examples of the yoke of slavery. Listen, the Lord wants freedom from all of that. For all of us, we were called to freedom. God doesn't want that for you, but you have to see money and resources differently in order to walk fully in freedom. Okay, listen, this came full circle for me. When I first started reading about millionaires, I'm not sure why, like I, like the God put certain things in my heart to read about. I just sort of read them. Sometimes they just somehow like pop up in my head. It's the Holy Spirit. I'm convinced now, right? I wasn't a millionaire yet. I don't even know if I was close. I can't remember. But for some reason, I just started reading about millionaires, right? And so I, I didn't just read books about like how to become one. Somehow I was reading books about what they were like. I, again, I don't even know how this happened, right? Several years ago, and, and I started like learning about the kind of places they shopped at, what kind of cars they drove, how they interacted with other people around them, how they lived, you know? And um, and I don't know. I learned that that they were a person, people, a group of people that had been removed from the burden of slavery. Now, not all of them, right? But I think the books were really about people that were not burdened by the slavery of the world, right? They had learned to not follow the trends, right? They were not people that were people pleasers. They weren't trying to fit in. They weren't trying to drive nice, expensive cars. They weren't trying to have what everybody else had, what they call it, keeping up with the Joneses, right? They were not burdened, right? And working to live instead of living to work, right? They didn't let money run them. And it was then that I became someone that also began to walk in freedom. Listen, I became someone that walked in freedom, this is really important, right? That when I think about the lessons that I learned and how to become someone that sees money and resources different, I always give you guys three of them. But the one that really poked out to me, the first one, right, is how to become someone that actually walks in freedom, right? Because if we go back to the Galatians 5 and 13, right, Paul is telling us that we were called to freedom, right? So like, it's ours, right? Once you become saved, you're a follower of Jesus Christ, like that is already given to you. The problem is, is not all of us are living that way. So some of us are living very defeated lives because we're not actually walking in the freedom that we're actually called to, right? I keep saying this and I keep driving this home. You are already free. We place ourselves in bondage. It's typically through our mindset, right? We place ourselves in bondage. You did not come into this world in debt. 
right? You didn't come into this world with expectations about wearing name brands or about acquiring something within a time frame, right? Um, or about having things that maybe um, other people have just for the purposes of having them, right? That yoke got placed on you. And through Christ, he has set you free. And they say, the word says, right? Who Christ sets free, he's free indeed. However, if you don't walk in it, that means believe it. That means live it. That means practice it. That means become it, right? This is a podcast on becoming. You will remain in bondage. Remember, Paul says you were called to be free. Money and resources, right, are simply a tool to drive you into walking in freedom. You have to see it that way. You have to have a mindset of that. That's number one. Number two, right, to become someone that sees money and resources different, you have to become someone that doesn't follow the world. I don't know if I talked about this one before, but I just really think that this is really important, right? God really creates a very clear distinction about like, we are not of the world. I mean, we're in the world, but we're not of the world, right? He separates us from the world. He calls us to renew our minds so that we don't, right, follow the patterns of the world. This has to be something that you really drive home because typically it's the world that places you under bondage, right? Living by the world standards creates inherent bondage. If you are trying to live how the world should live, you will be in bondage, right? You gotta have the freshest, you gotta have more or more is always better, even some of the financial literacy classes, right, that are taught, right, really, there's not clear understandings about what assets are, what liabilities are, what income is, what expenses really look like, right? There's not a lot of information maybe around sort of like the godly or the principal ways of how do you bridge the wealth gap, right? It's not talking about like you give yourself um, or you uh, you um, you give your way through debt or you, get, you give um, so much that you get out of debt, right? Like those are not things that are taught in the world. In the world, it's like, keep everything you got, right? It's like hoard what you have, right? Uh, so you need to be in tune with the spirit. That's really important, right? Even the knowledge of the world is limited. If you want to change the way you see money, you have to not look at the world. You have to not follow the way the world does things. Now, maybe that seems like a contradiction, right? Because I'm telling you, learn the financial literacy classes. There's great information in there. Always make sure it lines up with the word of God. That's kind of what this podcast is about, right? Making sure that the information that you have to become a wealth builder lines up with the word of God. Be careful, right? Around making sure that your mindset is not one that follows the world, right? That requires renewing. What is that in Romans, right? Romans 12, 12 something, right? About renewing your mind. Listen, last one, become someone that seeks the whole truth. This is huge. Because <laughs> sometimes, especially in the word of God, even a piece of God's truth is really tasty. Like it's good, right? And so we're like, well, that's cool. You know, God God promises me good things, right? And so like, you know, that's great, right? Um, and then so sometimes we don't go after all of what the truth is that God has given us, right? And so similar to the example that I told you about the gospel of the cross and people, I really I really get frustrated by this. Some saints, it makes me sad and frustrated, right? Because you have have saints that are living defeated lives because they're waiting for eternity to happen. They're waiting, right, to make it to the other side so they can live a good life. But God is promising them here, heaven on earth. Right. And so like, so I, I, I feel like there is this feeling of like, we only sometimes feel and be convinced of the gospel of the cross, which really says, right, sacrifice and eternal life. You're forgiven for everything that you've done, which is huge. And we forget the other side. 
that Jesus rose which gave us resurrecting power and authority, right? We forget that then with that, we get to get out of situations, right? That were really created to keep us down, right? We forget that bondage is not something that we have to remain in. We forget things like that we were called to be free, right? So that's some of the truth. So you have to be somebody that seeks the whole truth. I did it similarly, right? With, with the millionaires, right? I learned about, I had heard so many things about what people with wealth look like and they act like. And I thought that they vacationed at places that I couldn't even pronounce, right? And that they had so much money, they just were wasteful, right? That's not true. That's, is that some millionaires, billionaires? Absolutely, for sure. But that's not the norm. That's not the majority. And so learn the whole truth. Be someone that seeks the whole truth, right? So then you can learn, right, the other alternatives to the way that you have sought to see and think about money and about resources. All right, listen. So we're on this series, The Mindset of a Wealth Builder. Wealth builders think differently. They see the world differently. It's just the way it goes, right? This is a four-part series, and today was a third part. I'm excited to help shift your mindset to see God different, to see yourself different, to see money and resources different. And then lastly, what we'll talk about next week, to see abundance over lack, to see abundance over lack. I pray that something you heard blessed you today. I hope that you take some of these principles and practices and build generational wealth. My hope is that you become a blessing and a resource to your family, your sphere of influence, and your community. This is Becoming the Bank with Anissa Keys. I'll see you next time. Check back next week for more of Anissa's Kingdom Principles to Live a Prosperous Life. To find previous episodes of Becoming the Bank, log on to ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. At Hy-Vee, we take pride of being part of the communities we serve. In 2021, we donated more than 14 million meals, and this year, we're committed to doing even more. For over 90 years, we've been the place that people turn in time of need, and we take that very seriously. That's why we're loading our semis full of food this week and making deliveries across the Midwest to help families this Easter. To join our effort, simply donate when you're at the checkout. Together, we can make a big difference for those in need. For millions of Americans, the pandemic impacted our financial situations, and a lot of people lost their jobs. But that should not mean you have to lose your house if you can't pay for your mortgage. Listen, no need to feel ashamed if you missed a payment or two or three, because there's a local organization that's willing to help you get caught up on those payments so you can keep your home. Let me tell you about the Minnesota Home Ownership Center. It's a nonprofit whose sole purpose is to prevent you from going into foreclosure. The Minnesota Home Ownership Center has a network of organizations around the state to review everything with you, explain your options, and then advocate for you to get the help you need. And get this, they won't charge you because it's all free. Check out hocmn.org or give them a call at 651-410-1086 to set up an appointment. You worked hard to get into that house. Let Minnesota Home Ownership Center help you stay in it. Did you know that United Healthcare helps connect you to doctors and therapists with 24-7 access to virtual care? So I could have therapy from my couch? Yep. Or a doctor appointment from my car? If you wanted to. Wait, you're right. I don't even like when people see me sing in the car. Couch appointment it is. Virtual visits are just one of the ways United Healthcare helps connect you to better health. Learn more at UHC.com. Plan benefits may vary. You started your business with big dreams and big ideas. 
But achieving your goals is a matter of doing the little things right. At Bremer Bank, we're ready to help you navigate all the details, questions, and challenges you encounter on your way to growth and success. Because right now, relationships matter more than ever. And understanding is everything. Find out more at bremer.com. It's never too late to set the stage for well-being. Here's your well-being tip of the day from YMCA of the North. Put mindfulness in your tool belt. Mindfulness is a method of paying attention and bringing awareness to whatever is happening at the moment. Be open to the idea of being present and honest with yourself. Observe what's happening rather than trying to control what's happening. We reduce our stress, anxiety, and negative emotions when observing rather than get overly flustered in our reactions. For more well-being tips, meditation, and yoga classes, visit us at ymcanorth.org forward slash well-being. Hennepin Healthcare is hosting a People of Color Career Fair to showcase available positions and exciting career paths in healthcare. On Saturday, July 16th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., attendees can get help with their resumes, interview skills, and learn about important healthcare roles from medical assistant to pharmacy tech and scheduling roles and more. If you're looking for a change in one day career in healthcare, attend the People of Color Healthcare Career Fair on July 16th at Hennepin Healthcare's Clinic and Specialty Center. All are welcome. For more information, registration, and a full list of positions, hennepinhealthcare.org slash POC careers. That's hennepinhealthcare.org slash POC careers. 